with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. So we didn't talk about it on the show, but that's what the uh, podcast after the broadcast is all about. This little bonus thing we do. I saw Toy Story on the weekend. Oh yeah, Toy was it Story good? Four. It was really, really good. Yeah, there's hard to find any holes in it. I mean, Matt probably could, but uh, no, I, all right. I'm sick of Matt being the bad guy when it comes to movies. Yeah, you never like any movies. I like lots and lots of movies. Yeah, but I don't like every movie like Chris <laughs> does. You don't like movies that are hyped up a lot. Yeah, not true. Yeah, I liked all the Star Wars movies except for the last one. Yeah, <laughs> I love all animated movies. I bet you Toy Story is amazing. It is. Yeah, it's really really good. So we'll see. Um, Jack's planning to see it in the next little while. Yes, today's Cheap Tuesday, so I think we're gonna go today. Nice. Take your daughter, you think, or no? Just me and oh. my husband. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> no, of course we're gonna take our oh, two-year-old. Oh, I thought you were being we, serious. No, we were prepping, so we watched Toy Story three. Yeah. Not that really she decides like, oh, I know this, but yeah. we tried to get her familiar with the characters, so we watched it this weekend, and right. she liked it. Right. Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of new characters. In oh, this great. One. That's okay. That, but <laughs> Keanu Reeves? That's what makes it brilliant. Yeah, he's a Canadian uh, stuntman, and it's really funny. It really is. I kind of wish he did a great job of his his part. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if anybody could have done a better job, but I kind of wish they would have had a Canadian do the, the Canadian voice, like a Jim Carrey or a Michael J. Fox. or Is Keanu uh, Reeves not Canadian? He's Canadian. No, he's not. Google it real quick. Okay, oh, quick on. sidebar while she's Googling that. Yeah. Did you know that the action figure, whatever it's called, Chris... Well, kaboom. Kaboom. Yeah. The stuntman was actually in Incredibles 2 as well. <laughs> the baby was playing with it. Dude, okay, kaboom. so here's a curveball. Nationality, according to Wikipedia, American, British, Canadian. What? <laughs> Where was he born? Beirut, Lebanon. Oh, he's a Lebanese person. Okay, there you go. Well, like I said. wonder if they have narwhals I'm, in Lebanon. I'm glad they used him because he's Canadian. Anyway, enjoy, there you go. enjoy the movie. And the podcast. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. Mainly cloudy today with a 60% chance of showers, a risk of a thunderstorm this afternoon, a high of 19 degrees. This news update is brought to you by 7-Eleven. We'll come to you. However you plan to enjoy your long weekend, enjoy it with 7-Eleven Slurpees and Wings delivered with Uber Eats. Well, more than four years after the Roxy Theater burned to the ground, the groundbreaking for a brand new Roxy happened yesterday. It is expected to open in early 2021. Canadian astronaut David Saint-Jacques has his feet back on Earth for the very first time since December 3rd. After 204 days in space, a Canadian record, he landed in Kazakhstan last night aboard a Soyuz capsule following a three and a half hour flight from the International Space Station. You guys have been around my cousin Grace when we're at Big Valley and stuff and she yes. like, she sets her phone to uh, tell her when the space station's going to blow over, like it blows over every, I can't remember how many, oh gosh. it's every hour and a half or something, it'll come right over and you can see it just going by. So he would have just been it's doing super neat. cool. His rotations around the world. You yeah. know the, the, why they're f- weightless in space? It's not because they're in space. It's because they're constantly falling over the earth. Did you know? We'll have to take your word for it, Matt. You don't believe me? I didn't say that. Uh, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Every 90, the, the, if you're in the space station, you would see a sunrise every 92 minutes. 
Wow. So there you go. How yeah. romantic. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> well, if you have a vacation planned, great news. Your heart is on its way to being healthier. A new study has found that people who take more vacations have a lower risk of heart disease. People who vacation more frequently in the past 12 months had a lower risk for cardiovascular diseases. Now, as much as 24%, that risk is reduced with each additional vacation. See, the only thing I disagree with there is I eat way worse on holidays. That's the only thing. Oh, that might be bad. Way worse especially an all-inclusive resort. Yeah, it's your choice of holiday kind of affects the heart health too. Yeah. True enough. Got it. I'm Jack and that's what you need to know this morning. Thank you, Jack. All right, here we go. We need you to figure out the too early for a question question. We've got an Andy pillow up for grabs. You can sleep better and also that king-size sleep set up for grabs as your grand prize if you get the answer this morning. I think it's an easy one. Shouldn't take long, but we'll find out. A third of women will do this to get free food. What is this? 780-421-1039. It's that simple. Third of women will do this to get free food. Here's Old Dominion. Make it sweet. Is it something you've ever done? I've never done this. All right. Got it. Kissing Country 103.9. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's the too early for a question. Question, your chance to play and win. Who's this? It's Devin. All right, Devin, what do you think? A third of women will do this to get free food. Oh, flirt with somebody. Flirt with them. <laughs> you're, uh, you're close, yeah. yeah you're, you are close, but it's like, yeah, flirt with them to get a nacho or two, hey? Hey, big boy, give me a bite of that hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> you do that way too well, Matt. Yeah, he does. Well, I'll flirt for food Experience. before, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Devin. Yeah, have a good one. See ya. All right, Blaine, a third of women will do this to get free food. Go on a date. There it is. Got it. Didn't take very long. Specifically, go on a date with someone they're not really romantically interested in. Hmm. Yeah. So you're saying, Jack, back in your prime when you were single, you wouldn't go on a date with an uggo to get (laughs) free food? No, food was never really a factor. If I was going on a date, I liked them. There you go. Mm. All right. What about a free bottle of wine? (laughs) That's a different story. (laughs) Hey, congratulations. You have got yourself an Andy Pillow, and you qualified for the grand prize of the sleep set from uh, Andy Pillow, the king size, as a matter of fact. Awesome. Thanks. All right. Who knows what somebody might do for an Andy Pillow? (gasps) Whoa. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. (laughs) New uh, thanks to the too early for a question question. A third of uh, ladies will actually uh, go on a date with somebody they have no interest in just for the food. And Jack already has established it's not something she's ever done. But food's never really a draw for me. Yeah. It's yeah. a reverse of a draw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I have to eat in front of someone, I'm not going. You're too embarrassed to eat in front of people. I know, it's weird. Yeah, it is weird. Do you recall what you ate the first time in front of your hu- now husband, Bob? Mm, probably something like a quesadilla that I could like <laughs> cut and eat. <laughs> You're not a finger food date person. tiny bites. Sure. <laughs> so the question is, if it's a third of women, that's pretty high. Yeah. And ladies, are you willing to admit that you actually have done that in the past? It's like, ooh, I don't really like him that much. But he says, hey, we can go to the melting pot. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm in. You know, I don't know. Or I can see it happening. Makes sense. Or, Places to eat are expensive. Yeah, exactly. If you said, hey, Matt, you can go to the melting <laughs> pot for free, it didn't. wouldn't matter who's sitting yeah. across from me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going. Yeah, as I long believe as, that. As long as they're buying. All right, 780-421-1039 or text us at 103939. Ladies, are you willing to admit you are, they call it a foodie call instead of a booty <laughs> call. Are you willing to admit that you've done that? I think a girl who decided to go on a date with me but only for the food, mm-hmm. I think I could turn them. Yeah. I would take it as a challenge. Yeah. And boy, would they Is ever... that what happened with like, Sam? <laughs> she's there for the chicken nuggets? Yeah. Like, you're going to be there for me after all this. Yeah, yeah. Well, the real chicken nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if they're there for the food, the funny part for you is, of course, they'd find out at the end that you guys were going Dutch. Oh, yeah, for they had sure. To pay for their own. We want to hear from you this morning. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
Thanks to the 200 for a question question. We found out that a third of ladies are willing to admit that they've actually just gone out with a man on a date to get a free meal. Now, we've just found out that either our listeners, our lady listeners, never do that or they're not willing to admit it. <laughs> yeah, we've got a guy, though, that texted in that says, girls will forget their wallets so someone else has to pay all the time. That's just a cost of doing business. Yeah. If you're in the dating world, especially a dude, just pay and deal with it Again, after. it's been like decades since I was ever on a date. But, yeah. And you have, an, you have an amazing streak. But I can't. One I, for one. I can't, <laughs> yeah. I, can't, yeah, I can't imagine expecting her to pay for her meal. I don't know, but maybe that's completely old school, I guess. I think it's something if she's going to pay, you've discussed it beforehand, like yeah. in a casual sense. Yeah. Like you maybe just go to Subway and you just order your own and they meals or your own subs that and would then you be just a nightmare. if yeah. a guy discussed on a first date with me like hey just so you know like let's have separate bills yeah. no that, no that would be the that's it goodbye deal breaker completely what if he was really hot <laughs> that'd be even worse like i expected so much more from you <laughs> hot doesn't mean better person <laughs> does it no <laughs> correct this is the kissing country chris jack and matt podcast and being fair, but it's also about being a gentleman and treating people nicely. You know, I can treat a girl nicely or a guy nicely or whatever, but I don't have to just because I can pay for it, I can still treat them nice. Yeah. Right? I yeah, don't think so. Money's the nicest. <laughs> yeah. Money's the nicest? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Money is the nicest. Yeah, no, no, you have a point. There's other texters that are saying the same thing as exact you. Exact same like, thing. Yeah, you're right. Everybody's uh, you know, looking for equal stuff, but you're right. I, I'm obviously an old school guy. I, I can't imagine getting uh, the, the the lady that yeah, I went but, on a date with to pay, but but Chris, when me and you were dating when in our early teens, yeah, in our twenties, we take somebody out to, to uh, supper. Thirty bucks got a good meal. Yeah. Now you go for supper is two hundred bucks at the keg. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. good point. Yeah, you're right. The keg on a first date get real. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, so last day, uh, last week of school, that is. And, uh, you know, a lot of the tests are being done or have been done. But uh, you guys came up with a fun thing to talk about this morning. But the test you really blew. Yeah, what test did you bomb? We've all got one where you're like, that was bad. Hmm. This could be any kind of test. You know, work-related test, school test, of course, or the driver's test, which I bombed. <laughs> yes. So hard. How yeah. many times? <laughs> Only once. But you really made it count. I was unprepared. Let's say, I don't get nervous for a test, but I was so unprepared for my driver's test. I yeah. got in that car. The guy already was like, he was short-tempered, to say the least. Yeah. I, I took an a uncontrolled left, and my fear of uncontrolled left still stems from this issue. Yeah. And I maybe shouldn't have went. And then like, he's like, <laughs> what are you doing? You shouldn't have went. And then there was like a seven-minute drive back to the place. And the entire time, he just yelled at me. <laughs> like, Have you practiced driving before? What's going on? Have Why you did driven? you leave? <laughs> yeah. For you to like rattle the driving instructor, like seriously, because he must see a lot in oh. that case, right? But for yeah. you to be that one, he probably still talks about. Must have been really something. Took two months for me to retake the test. All right. Ooh. Uh, okay. What about you? What's the test you really blew? Uh, we'd love to hear from you this morning. 780-421-1039. You can also... Text us at 103.939. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's a 648. If that would have been a test in school, I would have passed it. We're talking about, uh, with this being the last week of school for the kids, the uh, test you really blew. We got this text. My first college exam, I failed hard. I was ready to drop out. It was that bad. But I ended up graduating with honors. There you go. Comes around. 
Catherine texts in and says, 14% on a physics test. I actually tried, which is the saddest part. But I'm 32 years old now, and I turned out okay. I'm still a little confused about how gravity works, though. Gravity is confusing. Yeah. We're spinning and stuff. It's also (laughs) very complicated. All right, Adam, what about you? Yeah, this didn't happen to me, but when I was sitting waiting to take my driver's test, the girl in front of me went out, and after she left, her mom came with her brand new car that they bought her when she passed. Right. Parked it there. She went and did her test. Apparently, she was passing. She came back, and she hit her new she car. She hit her new car. realizing it was hers. Oh, man. And That's failed good. as a result. It was the final park. Like, it was all said and done, but that was when you hit a vehicle, you're done. That's what so happens. She's sobbing in the parking lot because she failed her test, and then her parents have to come out and explain that's your car that you just hit. We have to go get fixed. Uh-oh, better call Mako. Yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> I Uh-oh, I better call her. Intact Insurance. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. But right now we're talking about those tests that you blew. You just you get prepared or whatever, and it just didn't work out for you in some form, of course, with this being the last day of school for the kids. Angela put on Facebook, my class four driver's license. It took me three times before I finally did it. Mm. Uh, one of the guys here in the station said he failed four times before he got his driver's license. Ooh, yeah, yeah. it's pretty rough. Well, I, they call it something different now. It, was your, it was, used to be your learner's license. But your the one, GDL. You're the, no, I, well, well, maybe. It's the one you get like when you're 14 or you can right. get it at 14 years old. That is a tough test of... Right. We have someone in the station. I don't want to mention her name, but I guess if you do it nine times, you get the 10th free or it's something along those lines. And she passed on the ninth time. So her dad was like, come on, really? You couldn't have gotten me the free one? (laughs) It gets expensive. It really does. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And, uh, you know, so that's our question. Jason, what was the test that you really blew? I blew my math diploma when I was in high school. That's rough. Uh, What what grade was it? Uh, grade 12. Obviously, I didn't take too many diplomas. <laughs> yeah, to say Maddie's a diploma. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. What was it, 87% of uh, ladies? You got it. Say that they brides. would definitely sell their wedding dress once they're done with it. Interesting. And, you know, it, it's a different world now. They've got these trash the dress things, don't they, where you can trash your dress right after? Yeah, Luke you... Bryan's wife, Lena, did that. Yeah, yeah she... but they're made of money. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, not a big deal. It's no big deal. But we've been on these uh, fancy trips to Mexico, and you'll see, like, after a wedding, I saw a bride just blow into the ocean with her dress on, and then she was in the pool with it, and she just didn't care. You could tell it was not, yeah. not anything. But anyway, yesterday... What happened in your world? We got a check in the mail. Yeah. My wife comes strolling up from the community mailbox and (laughs) says, look, I got a check. I wonder if they sold my dress. I guess she had her dress on consignment. News to me. What (laughs) ifs? I don't know what's going on. She opens up that thing and there's a check for 340 some dollars. Nice. She's like, they sold it. But boy, did they take a big cut. Yeah. (laughs) Almost half, you were saying? Almost half. Okay. They took from this consignment store. She was just happy to get rid of it. Yeah. True. She was thinking, you know, I'm never going to wear this again. Yeah. Hopefully. I'm yeah. going to get married again. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. So she consigned it. And then uh, eventually, it's it, been, it was there for two almost two years. Basically, she put it up right after we got back from our honeymoon. Okay. Now, wow. Jack, you're in the 13% that say you don't want to sell it, huh? I know. And I have no valid reason for it. It's so silly. But that is still, my wedding dress is hanging up in my closet. And I love it so much. I just can't to lose it. Hmm. And you know what? That's totally cool. I yeah. mean, I, I did wear it again. 
I had a fo- there was a wedding photo shoot that Bob and I had to do, so I got to wear it again. Oh, had to do. They fly you out to the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bruce Clark. <laughs> uh, Karen's uh, Karen's dress actually a number of years after we got married, uh, they were friends of ours, and their daughters. Her wedding had to be accelerated because of a surprise baby, oh, yeah. and uh, so Karen got to give her dress, and it got wore by another bride that we knew, and uh, she looked. To- beautiful in it too and it was just absolutely perfect and it worked out really really well and that's where our dress went so there you go that's neat i like it passing it down kennedy will probably hate my daughter kennedy will probably hate my dress but just use a little bit of it in something you did have those big poofy frilly shoulders yes (laughs) (laughs) shoulder pads always stay in right right. (laughs) did you sell your dress are you somebody that's adamant that you're going to keep it forever and ever we want to hear from you this morning you can call us at 780-421-1039 or as always text at 1039-39 this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, 87% of uh, brides, after they're married, they say they've got no interest in the dress. they got no problem selling it. And yeah. uh, Matt said, hey, how ironic. Yeah, we got a check for 300 bucks. Sam consigned her dress, finally got it. And I think the consignment store only allows you to hang on to it for a certain amount of time. What, the check? No, the dress. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I cast that check this okay. morning. <laughs> yeah, he's not hanging on to it. Got it. Well, we got married in Mexico, says a texter, over three and a half years ago, and I actually tried to leave my dress there, but my husband wouldn't let me. I thought I'd miss it, but it's literally just sitting in my closet. I don't need it anymore. That'd have been a great idea to leave it in Mexico. Like, like you know, there'd be some go. people that couldn't afford a dress See? like that, right? CC, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Erica texted in and says, my wedding dress is in my closet. Two years this weekend. I got married July 1st of 2017. Took it off and it's hung there ever since. But I'm having a hard time getting rid of it. It has pockets. I'm like Jack. I absolutely love it and I'm not giving it up. What you should do, all the ladies that are listening that still have their wedding dresses, hmm. put them on this weekend and take a picture in them. Yeah. Hey, that's fun. It's scary. Maybe you gain a little weight and you can't fit into it. <laughs> Actually, but maybe still. I don't want to put it back on. This is a cute text. Uh, I'm like Jack, but I posted it on Marketplace and Kijiju, but every time someone wants to come look at it, I totally bail. I can't let it go. Oh, interesting. All right. Uh, what about you, Lisa? So I've got two stories because I got married twice. Yeah. <laughs> so the first time I consigned my dress and I got some money back, which was really nice. But the second time I consigned it, but it didn't sell. So um, they wrote me a letter, I don't know, a year or two later and said, do you want to donate it to um, people with, like, less fortunate sure. that can't afford money dresses kind of thing? So that's what I did. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So you, it's a win-win-win. Yeah, were you kind of upset it yeah. didn't sell? Did you take that personally? Like, what? Uh, no. 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 I mean, it's all about the style, right? Yeah, it changes, right? I'm assuming the second dress is never as fancy as the first. No. No. It's no, one of those not. t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a wedding gown on it. Here we go again. And there won't be, and there won't be a third dress either. No, okay. <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> no matter what. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, Matt's uh, wife, Sam, sold their wedding dress. On consigned cons- her. On consignment. Consigned her, hardly knew her, but anyway. <laughs> if you weren't going to do it, I was. I so. know, one of us was going to. Anyway, so uh, we're asking the question, are you somebody that uh, sold your dress, you keep your dress, what's your story? A few ideas here. My wedding dress was made into baptism gowns for my babies. Nice. It's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, this text, I put mine on every couple of years for fun, but I've never told my husband... <laughs> You got to surprise them with it. 
Just like put some petals out, some candles. Well, and somebody said, I'm keeping mine. I love it so much. Once this baby is out and I can fit into it again, I want to do a friends thing and have all of my friends over and sit around in our dresses and have drinks. Remember when they did that yes. on Friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be fun, right? See that? Yeah. And one last one here. 13 years, my dress has hung in the basement because I can't bring myself to sell it. However, we dress up for Halloween every year, and I've dressed up as a bride numerous times. It's perfect. Hey. That's just an excuse to put that on. That's a great idea. Comes in handy for sure. Hey, thank you. You can always share 780-421-1039 or text us at 103.939. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, keep it simple. There's the James Barker Band, Kiss in the Morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's a 726. Uh, yeah, we're simply asking a question. What do you do with the, your wedding dress after you're done with it? 87% of uh, ladies in a recent survey said they have no problem selling it. Uh, Matt's wife was obviously in that list because you sold it yesterday. Got the 340 bucks back. It was a so. sweet deal, let me tell you. And I think it was running out of time in the consignment store. They only have so much space for yeah. dresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after a couple of years, they ask you to take it back. Yeah, exactly. It was a beautiful dress. Well, thank you. All no right. surprise it sold. I was getting nervous there for a minute. Why? <laughs> it was nice. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm not saying it wasn't nice. It's just the money's nice too. Oh, okay. <laughs> Daryl texted in and says, "My mother-in-law wore her wedding dress at her 25th anniversary party, and I'm pretty sure my wife is going to wear hers at our 35th anniversary in Mexico in 2021." That's a neat idea. Yeah, It'd be fun yeah. to wear the dress when the pressure's off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just like anniversary party, not an mm-hmm. actual wedding. Yeah, the pressure might be to fit in it. That would be the challenge. Oh, yeah, there's pressure, all right. I'm just trying to remember my tuxedo. What the, oh, no. Yeah, I'm probably smaller than I was back then. Come to I've seen it, your so. wedding photo. Yeah, you fit. Yeah, I was a little swollen back then. Uh, all right, Kara, what about you? <laughs> my wedding dress was wore by my girlfriend. Yeah. And then my daughter. Wow. Yeah. So three of you. That's awesome. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> That's really neat. There's a lot of history in that dress. Yes, there is. My daughter has it, and we're hoping maybe that one of the granddaughters might wear it one day. Fingers crossed, hey? Yeah. No pressure, but, uh, well, probably pressure. Yeah, just a little. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Again, 87% of uh, brides, when asked, said they have no problem getting rid of their dress. Matt's wife was in that group. She sold her dress yesterday. Jackson, the other 13% that's just going to hang on to it forever, huh? And I have no valid reason. I just can't let it go. Interesting. But how much money do you think you can get for yours? Mm. I don't know. Six, it was, seven thousand. It was only $900 to begin with. Only? Yeah. <laughs> Wedding dresses are expensive. That's pretty, I think that is that's a good deal. I, I think, think 900 bucks is pretty cheap, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, so probably not that much for it anyways. All right. So the question is, what uh, have you done with your dress, or what are you thinking of doing with your dress? This is a neat idea. A couple in my hometown had their 50th wedding anniversary, and they still had all the bridesmaid dresses and the wedding dress. So the bride's youngest granddaughter fit into her wedding dress and wore it that day, and all the other grandchildren were the bridesmaids, and they all wore the dresses. Wow. It was the neatest 50th anniversary ever. Wow. My pretty adorable. Mo- yeah, my mother-in-law is just a wee. She's wee, and she was really wee when she got married. And I remember the, her granddaughters were like, you know, would be over there, and all of a sudden, my daughter Bailey would come out of uh, a grandma's room wearing her dress, and it would like fit her perfect, right? And she was like ten. Like <laughs> Nadia was just tiny. She's about four foot nothing, and uh, there was nothing to her at that. They were point. tinier back then. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, well nourished. Yeah, Jamie. Oh. <laughs> Jamie, what about you? Good morning. Hi. Um, I have a. Wedding dresses, actually. Three. Uh, one is my mom. Seventy years ago, in February, she got married, and it's a heavy satin dress. I just can't bear to get rid of it. Right. My first wedding dress, which is forty-five years old, not sure why I'm hanging on to it. My 
second wedding dress that I made myself. Yeah, I just can't. Too sentimental. I can't get rid of them. So you got three wedding dresses. Two are mine. Yeah, but still. Yeah. But you but you have three. It's like a, you're kind of a, like a wedding dress hoarder. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Collector. Today on Hoarder, she's <laughs> living in wedding dresses. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Is it yeah, it's another exciting edition of Is It Dinner featuring, uh, in this case, Jacqueline Sweeney. Always. Yeah. Because that's the only one that's asking this question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Bob's been home for a little bit, and I also have my aunt and Casey, uh, my cousin, living with me. Mm-hmm. But everyone was out of the house for the night, so it was just me. And I was like, well, I'm not really that hungry, but I still feel like dinner. So I made myself a Greek salad. What was in it? Well, I don't like olives, so there was no olives That's in there. That's the no only problem. kind of Greek salad to have. That's yes. right. There was cucumbers, onions, feta cheese, pepper, and lots of dressing, a little bit of salt and pepper. Okay. It was I would so say- good. And it was a giant bowl. Yeah. It wouldn't be dinner if you didn't have the dressing or the cheese. If you were just munching on vegetables. Well, yeah. No well, kidding. Yeah. Don't look at me like that. I'm just saying. Okay. No. Well, it's a Greek salad. It yeah. has to be an intact Greek salad. I think salad. from all, all the things you've ever said before, this is like the most dinner that you've ever had. Thank you. 100%. I was totally full at no the brainer. end of it, and no it was brainer. delicious. No brainer. I asked my family last night, too. Everybody said, yeah, of course, that's dinner. A salad's dinner. If you can't have a salad for dinner, then what can you have? That's no. right. Lettuce is kind of a poser vegetable. Yeah. You don't get as much nutrition as, from it as you think. Right. That's why Greek salad, yeah. first time I'll ever say this, Jack, I think it's dinner. Thank yeah. you, Matt. I wonder if there's going to be anybody arguing the other that it's not dinner. We'd love to hear from you this morning. Text us at 1039 or 780 We're so proud of Jack. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Is it dinner? Is it dinner? What'd you have last night? I had a Greek salad, a giant Greek salad. Okay. So we're asking, is it dinner? This text says, in my house, sometimes a bowl of cereal is dinner. I like Jack's idea better. It's not dinner, though. <laughs> Just because you call it dinner doesn't make it dinner. <laughs> well, this Matt, frustrates me to no end. Someone may agree with you. They just said, I have never seen salad on the entree menu. Oh, there you go. Schematics. There you go. Yeah. But according to Instagram, 82% of you say, yes, it is dinner. There you go. Alan, what do you think? Yes, it is. Yeah. Thank you, Alan. I've, I've had uh, chef salads uh, oh, yeah. for uh, dinner. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's dinner for sure. Yeah. What's a chef salad? It's got like, the hard-boiled egg in Everything it. in it. A bunch of meats. Oh, yeah, that's not even a salad, really. You know, well, that's a salad. Well, we could we could play the game. Is it a salad? Like <laughs> yeah. We could always add uh, chicken strips to it. Yeah. A lot or of people are mentioning strip. this chicken and Greek salad. I didn't know this was a thing. Get out. Yeah. My my one son, he uh, he loves uh, chicken Caesar salad. Yeah. Oh, that's so a, yeah for good. sure. That makes sense. I love chicken strips and I love Greek salad, but I'd never think of putting them together. Try tonight, you know, Chris. Uh, always takes one guy to you know bring that up. Uh, this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Week of school, we're talking about those uh, gifts that you get your teachers. Just got a call from a teacher who uh, begged us to stay anonymous, but basically told a story about uh, uh, he was teaching, uh, I guess, I don't grade two or something, seven-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, the, the mom came in at the end of the year and she said, my son doesn't think you drink. And he said, you know what? That's true. I don't drink. And she said, well, teaching this class, you really should have. So she gave him a bottle of Jack Daniels. And he says, that's where my love affair of Jack Daniels began. So right there at you that go. special moment. Thank you, parent. You sit down to mark those tests with a big old glass of whiskey. Uh-huh. 
kids at the end get a real good mark. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the one that got you the jack, yes. We got this text. I once got a half-open bottle of Bailey's, but the parents didn't know. The student didn't have a gift to give me and wanted to, so he snuck it. It was probably one of the strangest but arguably sweetest and most thoughtful gifts I've ever received. Or the kid drank half of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> was he a little so silly? Nice. No, probably not. Yeah. Uh, the panty rose that we were talking about a moment ago mm-hmm. could have been intentional, says a teacher. At the school that I worked at years ago, somebody got a set of days of the week panties. Mm. And another educational assistant got a <laughs> bottle of booze along with some other things. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Lots of sexy time to, uh, gifts. Uh, yeah. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mrs. Whatever, are you wearing your Wednesday panties? (laughs) (laughs) I am, Che Galoon. Don't do that, though, teachers or kids or anybody. No. Yeah. (laughs) A teacher friend of mine was recently gifted fake eyelashes. Okay, that's nice. Would you, okay, you get that gift, Jack? Would you use them? No. Why not? I don't know. You just don't know where they've been. In the package? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. What if they're tainted or something? Tainted eyelashes? That's a thing. What? Really? Yes. Okay. You just can't trust anything. Okay. But I would definitely write a thank you card and say thank you. Could you uh, trust the bottle of wine? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And then it's out for uh, the summer. Yes. Yeah. So that last thing you got to do, you know, is write your test, get her all done, and make sure you end the school year on the right foot. Although I think that maybe... You should give the teacher the gift the first day of school, not the last, because what can they do for you at the very end? Although maybe they're still marking tests. Exactly. They still have those finals to mark, and I think a lot of parents have that in mind. Got it. But we're talking about the weird teacher gifts. We got this one. Come to think of it, the strangest gift I've ever received was a hand-crocheted lip balm holder that attaches to your keychain. It was (laughs) very odd. One time, what? a student's grandma gave me 50 bucks cash. That was nice. That is nice. What a tip. Yeah. Would you be okay with that as a teacher? Yeah, I think so. I would mean, you accept it? Yes, <laughs> I would. I hear what these teachers go through, and I can only imagine. Yeah, it's true. Uh, somebody has a note here. I have got. I have never gotten any weird gifts, but please, for the love of all things, no more mugs. No more mugs. Best teacher ever mugs, huh? Yeah, no more of those, apparently. Got it. All right. All right, thank you. Um, yeah, if you've got one funny one you'd like to tell us, we'd love to hear from you. 7804211039. It seems like the teachers are reluctant to call. They're scared that, you know, somehow they'll get in trouble for telling their stories. Uh-oh. But you can text as well. 103939. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.